0: Two, one. Hello, everyone. I'm Trent Luce. Welcome to another Red Shirt Friday edition of Rural Route, the program where we gather every day at this time. Well, we do it Monday through Friday anyway. And what we do when we gather is continue to address the issues between rural and urban America. Dr. Ted Fogarty, what a bad influence you are. I, uh, I, it's I'm not wearing a red shirt on this Red Shirt Friday. Look at you. Look what you did to me. I know <laughs> we we have
1: we have Brad Brad Meyer who is an Air Force veteran and uh, stellar physician from Northwest Iowa. So I think we've got grace.
0: Thank you for your service, Brad Meyer. My honor. I uh,
2: had a great experience eight years in and uh, happy to be here with you.
0: Well, I don't know how well you know Fugerty, but you reserve that judgment until we're finished. Uh, I'm pretty easy to handle, but Ted, once in a while, gets on a rant. Uh, Ted, by the way, is outstanding in his field. I see you are out floating in the water.
2: Absolutely. Uh, I'm, I've, I've got a vision for some uh, mitochondrial medicine. In the future, in the Upper Midwest here, Okoboji, Iowa, doing some, some, some dive medicine in particular, uh, and uh, we hope to uh, to bring that uh, in a lot of hope and and a lot of uh, for some it's going to be uh, it's going to be new, uh, but I think uh, word's getting out there, and it's it's some pretty exciting stuff that Dr. Fogarty's been working on over the years and i'm happy that uh that uh i got to know him be part of it
0: so uh dr fogarty just told me that swimming or i didn't i I added swimming that in four foot of water did you say there's two atmospheres of pressure Ted?
1: no 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 they're the units are different okay it's only two pounds per square inch when you're in under four feet of water okay but so, that's the same pressure that we use to reverse dementia with Dr. Harch down at LSU. It's just a very gentle increase of pressure.
0: So what I was getting at is that are people who swim more healthier? Because they're at some level of pressure no matter what.
1: Well, I, I used to swim myself uh, at Omaha Central, so I'm a little biased, but I, I think so.
0: Ted, that was like seven or eight years ago.
1: <laughs> yeah i'd probably drown if, if brad threw me out of the boat right now that's why i'm on solid ground up here in north dakota
0: yeah so brad uh, dr fogarty and i have, have spent uh, quite a bit of time in the calendar year 2021 talking about the misconceptions of modern day medicine i know that you've experienced that up close and personal how do we break through and let people know that there's just a simple way a simpler way to get to the real issue of healing and helping people? Because that's all really doctors want to do, isn't it? The reason you go to medical school to begin with is to help people?
2: Absolutely. Uh, I think, uh, you know, this last year, COVID-19 year, was uh, uh, an awakening of some sense for some of us in the medical profession. Uh, It it was a while ago for Dr. Fogarty, but... uh, you know, literally we get uh, produced and and uh, I'll use the word propagandized and uh, we're 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 put into this little this box of information to stay within and uh, and that's in medical school and and you know big pharma has a big poll and you uh, They sponsor, they pay for a lot of our universities, a lot of our research, and uh, they get to create that narrative. And unfortunately, although much of us, you know, we we get into it and we are hoping that we're doing great things for our our patients, I I think this year was a wake-up call for for a lot of us, or I wouldn't say a lot, I would say a minority of us, but Mm -hmm. um, me being one of them that saw the benefits of some cheap medication and uh, very inexpensive, some stuff that's extremely safe, been around a long time. And wondering, oh, well, why aren't we using this? Because isn't the goal here to to save lives, to not let people get to day 10, day 14, and coming into the hospital where they, they need a ventilator or at least my medicine, originally thought, yeah, we need a ventilator. Well, we, we, what we needed was a different type of oxygenation and, and um, that's the, the pressurized therapy, getting right down to the mitochondrial level where we fire up those cells and we rehab them. And it's worked so much better when this, this virus comes around and causes clotting throughout our body. Um, we got to get oxygen everywhere quickly. And going right down through the tube down the throat's not the best way to do it. And, you know, I believe Ted uh, has, has talked about uh, the experience a year ago that the NYU physicians in the intensive care unit were having with, uh, with the hyperbaric uh, pressurized medicine treatment was absolutely incredible. Keeping, you know, getting people out of alive at that time in New York City. Um, Everybody else was being invented, and uh, and so gradually, uh, some of this information has gotten out to us over the, the course of the year. Those of us that are willing to listen and interpret independently, and put this and that together, and say, "Hey, this doesn't this doesn't make sense." Where our our public health, our our, our medical uh, departments are saying, "You know, go home and call us if you get more sick," uh, and, and instead of hey, what can we do right out of the gate here to get you uh, vitamin wise glutathione, uh, preventing uh, you from even getting it in some cases with ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. Um, These are the dirty little secrets that the medical community doesn't want people to know about. And if you start to, start to, to see the benefits of treating your patients with these medications and you pass it along to the corporate structure, they want to step on things pretty quickly. And uh, that didn't sit well with me and my oath that I took. Um, And uh, you know, you can't do that. You can't prescribe that. We know this is a very low risk medication and the studies for ivermectin are incredible. And uh, okay. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and use convalescent plasma remdesivir under emergency status, which don't work after day three or four anyway, but we are still using those. Well, those had the big blessing of Big Pharma. And uh, so, you know, you, you, the, the frontline battles here in northwest Iowa, uh, when you see your patients coming in and fear factors with saying, you got to get out there, you you can't see another human, you got to have that mask on, Uh, you know, scaring the heck out of everybody instead of saying, what can we do to to pump up our own immune system here? The answers are here, you know, God gave us these answers and we've been in this little box checking our little boxes and trying to fit the uh, round peg in the square hole when the answer is out there, but some folks don't want that answer out there. And to see these patients, I you know, treated the small town hospital up here, resort area, that um, you, those folks, they weren't allowed to have their, their families come in. That's heartbreaking. Uh, and, and we are humans, we need each other. That's part of the healing process. And, and so, when I realized what this illness was and uh, there's some things that you just gotta do because they're right. And uh, I can't tell you how much it meant for me to be up there and, and holding or touching my patient, putting my hand on their shoulder and was asking them if I could say a prayer with them. Um, but at times knowing that I wasn't going to be able to prescribe what I knew was going to be the most effective thing for them. And
0: uh, Uh, just, just to interrupt you, Brad, and I have one minute and I'm going to go to a break, but uh, the reason you weren't able to prescribe is because you had orders from headquarters, so to speak, not to use something that you knew worked, but to do what was suggested by big pharma as you suggested before.
2: And me being a big military man, you know, that's, uh, I, one of the reasons though, that I got out of the military was I wanted to go into the civilian sector and have the opportunity to have some freedom of judgment, you know, and, 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 uh, lo and behold, I found that I stepped in from out of the fryer into the frying pan, so to speak. So, yeah. um, yeah.
0: Well, we will pick it up right here. Dr. Ted Fogarty, that was about seven minutes and 22 seconds without him saying a word that this is historic. This is a historic day on Route and in the life of Ted Fogarty. We'll continue this discussion in a very serious nature. I want to remind you about Lone Creek Kettle Company and the opportunity to be a part of a branded beef program producing what the consumer is willing to pay for. And that is tender beef. Tender is what drives consumer preferences every single time, given the choice. And Lone Creek has mastered that with the Piedmontese cattle. Get more details about how you and your cows can be a part of the system. Take your cows, breed them to the Piedmontese bulls from Lone Creek, and you get paid a premium. Details about that premium and the system can be found from Marlin Will. Find Marlin by going to lonecreekcattleco.com More Roll route on a red shirt Friday after this. Brad, we had one little segment there in the middle where you kind of drifted. I'm talking about voice, not in your boat. But otherwise, you were very strong and good. Ted's been muted. I guess Ted knows he's muted just so we don't have wind interference. Ted, you know you're muted, right? (laughs) What what is he doing? (laughs) Ted, you can't speak if you're muted. What the Fogarty?
1: Trent, I gave you seven minutes and 22 seconds on mute on purpose.
0: All right. We're back in three, two, one. Welcome back. Roll route. Trent Luce alongside what the Fogarty and Dr. Brad Meyer. It is Dr. What the Fogarty, by the way. Uh, so I have to tell you that this is hard for most people because you know particularly farm and ranch families the families are farming and ranching and the spouse is usually a nurse or a teacher okay and so my mother was a registered nurse for 42 years Um, i've got a sister-in-law brad that was at Offutt air force base for 24 years as a nurse in the in the air force and in air force reserves and so it, it we're just ingrained in being a part of the medical system and people for a long time talked about all these hospitals, these doctors are really messed up. And, and I fell fell to the side of the insurance companies caused these problems and they're trying to just make it work despite what the insurance companies are bringing about. And now I see all of the information coming forward. And I'm like, I don't know if the insurance companies are the problem or the, the entities that own the hospitals are the problem. But there's a problem. And that is what we're trying to get at here. And Ted, while your phone is not on mute, that's the bigger picture that we want to bring to awareness and just get people to engage and looking for a solution. Right.
1: Well, and I think our commander in chief who has never actually treated a person in science, a man named Tony Fauci has let us all down.
0: I don't know if he's let us down or he's
1: just evil. He knew in 1991 that a single amino acid, which we've used in radiology and emergency medicine and in pulmonary care for 50 years. And it saved a lot of lung tissue. And a lot of kids with cystic fibrosis called mucomist mm-hmm. is, is a, literally a life-saving nutraceutical cheap as dirt that could be manufactured in Midwest amino acid manufacturing plants out in Blair, Nebraska, and could be sent all over the country, saving all these lives of all of our nurses and our rad techs and doctors on the front lines, like Brad Meyer and Tony Fauci should have been telling everyone in March of 2020, everyone on the front lines needs to start supplementing with 600 milligrams of NAC or Muchemist orally every day.
0: Uh, I got to tell you, I think that most people listening know that uh, Marty Beard is the best testimonial. We now know for a fact that Ted Fogarty uh, did something to that horse to cause Marty to have a serious (laughs) break in his pelvis. Horse is on the
1: dole. Horse is on the dole. uh,
0: So that he could have the best (laughs) testimonial ever. The fact that the doctor is still shocked. Marty walked in for his checkup and said, hey, by the way, you don't need surgery. You're your pelvis is healing just fine. What are you doing? Well, I'm laying in a hyperbaric chamber and I'm taking proimmune. Uh, so we know that that works. And I got to tell you, maybe it's it's a placebo effect. I don't know, but you've had me on the purple proimmune. Whatever's in that, it works because it just gives you a boost and it's incredible.
1: Well, I, I'm going to pitch this one off to Dr. Meyer because what I would call a proimmune is mucuminous 3.0. And, um, but Brad, across state lines, uh, this is actually does have some legacy in the racketeering laws. But Brad and I worked together across state lines to help save one of his patients and um, just through the use of IV mucamis. So I'll let Brad take over the story from there.
2: So, you know, I was in uh, one of those pickles knowing, what worked and what I wasn't going to be able to potentially do to help my patient. Uh, and she's a sweetheart. She's a local realtor up here that I had a conversation with about four weeks prior to her coming down with the COVID. And I talked to her about ivermectin. I talked to her about proimmune and glutathione. And I said, you know, if you ever get sick, even though I'm not your primary care doctor, uh, you know you're going to need these things. And I She's like, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm with you. And so she unfortunately comes down with COVID and uh, my partner checks out to me uh, her case on his day off. And so I thought that was pretty serendipitous and, and fortunate uh, that I was able to, to further those discussions with her and I told her right offhand that uh, once again, you know, you need the ivermectin. How are we going to get it to you when, uh, you know, here in the hospital, I write it and they don't take my order. Um, and and so what are we going to do? Are we going to go get some of that uh, solution from uh, bomb guards and uh, that we treat the horses with? Uh, I know that works, but, uh, you know, there's certain certain boundaries that. You. Uh, uh, and decisions you have to make along the way. And, and so I, I called up Dr. Fogarty and said, wow, you know, this is, this is frustrating. Is there a window here? And uh, he, uh, he's, he, he mentioned the IV uh, mucimus or N-acetylcysteine. And uh, I talked it over with uh, the gal and she was trending towards the ICU. Her oxygen requirements were going up, her work of breathing was going up. Uh, she had that look that was a look that to me didn't look like we were heading in the right direction. And, uh, that's as a friend of hers made it that much more difficult knowing, all right, you know, this, these entities, these corporate entities, you know, and across state lines, uh, are, are putting the kibosh on this. So Ted mentioned the IV mucamist and we uh, said a prayer and I had her saying some prayers. And so, you know, this is an off-label use for this, but 20% of medicine that we write for label. And so uh, we found that this is effective and uh, let's give it a shot. And uh, praise the Lord, it went through. uh, And uh, the pharmacy, Pushed through and, uh, and, uh, we got her started on it. And, you know, I found out a couple days later, my colleague wasn't too happy about that switch. Um, but you know, I was, I, again, it's, it's patients first here. And, uh, she, uh, she left the hospital in two to three days later, avoided the ICU. And then, uh, on Monday morning, I came into work, and uh, that particular act bought me my uh, walk-in papers. So uh, I uh, arrived at uh, work on Monday morning at the clinic, and uh, I had the, the corporate folks asking me to meet with them uh, to have a little discussion.
0: And I think all of us know that when uh, through a COVID intervention, I'm going to call it that. You guys can fix my terminology if you like, but through a COVID intervention, when the, um, when the ventilator comes out, it's over. I mean, I, I know that there are some people statistically that survived that, but I, I personally, uh, friends that I have, have not. And, and so this looked like a dire situation from what you described to me in that particular situation. Absolutely. And in two days she's leaves the hospital and, and probably doing 100% today.
2: She is. He's back to her, her selling prayers. real back estate left and right. You got it. Uh,
0: this is just troubling. I mean, how many doctors can continue to turn their, turn their head to what they know to be right.
2: It's a good question. It's a question that, uh, You know, the journey that 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 God took me on in the last six to nine months was was a faith journey that introduced me to a lot of people around the country and world and uh, including Dr. Fogarty and mitochondrial medicine. And, uh, you know, once you start. uh, God lines up, the more faith you have people in your life that uh, connect in the dots. And it's easier to find that faith and lose that fear. One of my colleagues told me, Brad, you know, what am I going to do? I I don't disagree with you, but where am I going to go? Where am I going to go? And okay, you know, that's what most of my colleagues are saying. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're we're under the the corporate stranglehold. uh, And everybody's connected to everybody. The CDC is connected to the, uh, to the pharmaceuticals is connected to the corporate medicine. And it's all, it's, it's just a gigantic mess and it's not what's best for the patient. And unless our hearing their head of it is true. I mean, they've got us on these computers, on these electronic medical records, like little hamsters in a hamster wheel all day long. We can barely brink or you know, grab a bite to eat. So literally we are, we're doing what we were trained to do. And it's hard to kind of pull yourself away sometimes from a satellite perspective to say, well, shoot, this doesn't really make sense. Oh, this is really bad. This is dangerous. This could be killing people. We could be saving people, but they're in the hamster wheel. And, uh, you know, I got out of the hamster wheel and, and, and
0: I, and now you have more time for fishing. Now we got more time. (laughs) It's all good. We got to take a break. Neogen beef bash next week on Wednesday, get details about how you can shine a light on your genetic future. It's all about the DNA fingerprint at neogen.com. We'll be back with the second half of roll route on a red shirt Friday after this. All right. Ted hit his mute button, took it off. So obviously that was like him raising his hand saying teacher, teacher, I want to come in by the way, you're the teacher, Brad, not me back in three, two, one, welcome back. Roll route. Trent loose alongside Dr. Ted Fogarty. No water behind him, but I see water everywhere behind Dr. Brad Meyer. Uh, Dr. Fogarty is holding water. Yes. You know, Ted, the day that I learned my brain was like seventy-eight percent water, I decided I need to feed that thing. So I drank a gallon every day.
1: Well, that's uh, that can be a good thing and can be a bad thing. It's it's
0: you know what's bad moderation.
1: About it? Moderation is important. Well, as Dr. Meyer can tell you, there are people who end up hurting their brain by having too much water and not enough electrolytes. But I'm sure field and and uh, and keeping hydrated and doing all that kind of good stuff so so water medium through which all of our cells are voltage gaining in many ways with this whole play with air pressure increases at the cellular level it's complicated and and I don't want to belabor the laws of thermodynamics so much at this point in time on how that works. But I do wanna get back to what Brad was discussing in terms of the hamster wheel that American medicine has become. And 50, 60 years ago, when there were docs up here in North Dakota who were general practitioners and doing house calls and everybody was just like a farmer that we were all our sole proprietors or we would be in just groups of two or three, like a small law firm. And now we have this corporate umbrella that has literally come in and taken over 50% of employment options for doctors in this country. And now we have a, uh, a, a, a huge chasm, basically, between the MBAs and the healthcare attorneys. And, and now public health officers and government officials who are who are practicing medicine. license to practice medicine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they're telling us what to do and. And uh, that is fraud. It is the corporate practice of many states is illegal. And. Um, so what what Brad is really a part of in. The Northern Plains is a revolution for physicians to take back their right to practice medicine, and he has a wrongful termination case of all time. It is a slam dunk. It is a slam dunk in an eight-foot hoop. That you don't even have to malignant people who, after he saved. Avera money by getting a person out of that hospital faster, saved her life, saved that family extraneous costs, saved that woman from dying potentially. So here's what his medicine has done. Here's what his practice has done. And what thanks did he get? He got a pink slip, not a, not a single, not a single, uh, let's talk about what you've done. It was just a a malignant, you're fired for saving the life of a real estate agent in Okoboji. And every lawyer that I've ever talked to over the last 15 years in employment law would look at this case and say, "Come, come right into the Twin Cities and and uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna run this wrongful termination case for you, Doctor Meyer, and we're gonna we're gonna make them pay for what they did to you, and what they did, to you and what they did to your professional reputation. And they had him on a billboard the week before it just went up in the Okaboji, Avera Lakes region area. They had three docs on there, and one of them is Brad Meyer.
0: Like a supermodel.
1: So, well, exactly. You can see. Mm-hmm. The ill will and intent of this corporate structure towards supporting life-saving interventions.
0: So beyond the the basic frustration of all of this, the, the fact that we, we know you guys know there's an easy answer to fixing most things. I'm thinking as a parent, and, and so now that we know that we all have a Nebraska tie. You know, the Omaha school system has never come online this year. I can't imagine how many kids have been completely screwed up in their education in the Omaha system, not because of some state mandate, because of the Omaha school system and the teachers union. And those same parents maybe have their own parents in nursing homes. Which I guess now we call rehabilitation centers, senior rehabilitation centers all across the country who have not been able to hug them. And I don't know if you noticed, Dr. Fogarty, every time Dr. Meyer talks about a patient, he talks about a prayer and he talks about touching their shoulder. I mean, there's so much of medicine that's beyond just the, the interpretation. It's, it's the compassion as well. And we've been put in this isolation from compassion with our own loved ones as a result of something that supposedly was very dangerous. And yet you two are bringing to the forefront that it's not dangerous at all. You just need the right intervention to fix it. Everybody should be livid mad about this whole concept.
1: Social isolation is killing people far more in so many different ways and, and, and it, it, it across this entire country and is destroying the future of our country. And, and just another one of the ironies of the situation is that there are people who are trying to kill themselves by overdosing on Tylenol. And the, and the antidote for that is what Brad gave to his, the real estate agent in, in at Avera Lakes Region Hospital, it's IV mucamist. It's a slow drip. It's that simple. I testified 1323 both times. I was the last person to testify in the Senate and in the House committee hearings. And before my testimony uh,
0: in the, t- t- in the t- Senate t- t- committee. T- time out, Ted. Dr. For for Galton, t- time out, Ted. For those not in North Dakota, 1323 was to prevent a governor from issuing a a health mandate to people is that too simplified
1: uh basically it's an anti-mask bill it's it it restricts yeah. Governor, political subdivisions from doing from mandating masks
0: okay okay go ahead i just are, want to make which, sure people that not do not live in north Dakota, understood that but go ahead yes I, I which i which
1: I, de- which I defined in hundreds of emails to the entire state legislature of the public health risks of long-term mass use across an entire population of 300 million Americans. So there are those facts are legitimate and real concerns, but the biggest problem with the mask is not respiratory health, it is psychological health. And Dr. Gullickson, who's one of my UND faculty member colleagues in Grand Forks, who's a clinical psychologist who has been doing that for over two decades. She's had several children are in her practice take their own lives because of this social isolation lockdown you cannot take social animals social beings you cannot do this there's thousands of studies in in the psychology literature of of taking monkeys and chimpanzees and and putting in social isolation and and seeing the sick things that that these academics have god's other apes to show how how do you destroy a mammalian brain that is within a social order and this is exactly how it's done
0: well even mass are killing people even prison systems ted put people in isolation as a form of penalty yes and look at you know
1: john mccain look at look at every every psyops break the mind play yeah from out of military medicine out of out of out of war theater environments it is social isolation and now we have at every of the last 20 years we have an entire generation now that has had a year and going on more than a year of of an entire global TSD play Post-traumatic disorder and doctor showed how to reverse that with hyperbaric chambers for military phase one trial that we published in 2012 in the Journal of Neurotrauma. It's not is not out of line for me to say that I can diagnose PTSD just by looking at your PET scans, your spec scans, and looking at your face. And this is where mitochondrial medicine. This is where our mitochondria, our energy centers need to be fed the right nutrients as fast as we can. And all these people so that we can reverse this global PTSD, this national PTSD, this PTSD that is destroying the middle class of this country.
0: Hmm. I knew some, at some point, Brad, we would unleash the tiger that resides within that body named Fogarty. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. <laughs> it is only a matter of time. Uh I have a minute and a half before I'm going to go to my last break. Uh, anything you want to add or supplement to that?
2: Well, you know, I I am personally I think everybody has been so worked down, worn down. That's the the masking that it causes people to lose fight. And uh I'm angry. We all should be angry about this. You know, you, you look, reference the Bible and there's not many good mentions of masks in the Bible. And, and 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 you know, this is a, a dark trick that's been played on us. And uh, the light is here, the answers are here. And uh, mitochondrial medicine, hyperbaric oxygen, you know, some glutathione, we have the play. We have the answers. We have the prevention and the treatment. And uh, it was there all along. So shame on all those people in the public health department, Dr. Fauci. It, it, horrible.
0: And, and we're not even through it yet, Brad. They keep coming up with ridiculous restrictions that are unnecessary. They're going to yeah. keep playing this
2: card and they're going to keep playing this card until they can't play it's it. In-
1: basic racketeering. This is a mafia. And we, we are in a giant racket. That is, that is putting blinders on doctors and forcing everyone to go into what Dr. Fauci and his cabal of crooks think are the best things for us to do for saving our nation from this pandemic. This, right. this has been war game over a decade. He is the prime engineer of the pandemic economy. And this this was his grand plan. And how many billionaires are now worth twice as much as they were last year at this time?
0: We have to take a break. I want to remind you about the Arise USA, the Resurrection Tour. It's coming together quite nicely. 111 days, 84 stops. I'm guessing at least Dr. Fogarty, you don't know about Dr. Meyer, will be on as many as you can possibly imagine. We are going to get back to constitutional counties, faith, family freedom details on my blog loosetails.blogspot.com i could use your assistance by the way financially if you'd like to send a check thanks for those wonderful letters this week we'll be back with the final segment of roll route after this all right last segment ted so don't hold anything back three two (laughs) one Welcome back to Roll Around. Brad, who was that? Yes. That, that is oh. Grant, my son, Hi, Grant. Hi, Grant. Oh. Hi, Dad. Welcome <laughs> to the program. Thank you.
2: Well, Grant went down with us to the Health and Freedom Summit, and he got to meet some pretty amazing people. He's, he's all pumped up to lead uh for the for the youth so on the masking front he's he's uh he's all
0: in grant what did you learn in tulsa well
1: it's a lot more god-based than i thought it was it's all
2: down to god that's it
0: yeah that is it there's nothing else to be said is there grant that is it yeah that's perfect uh, Ted, you, where, where is the, the best time? Because we can spend time talking about what is wrong. I want to spend as yes. much time as possible talking about the solutions. So, what are the solutions to these challenges that we've illustrated?
1: Well, you know, uh, the nutritional immunologic wellness solution is is primary when we're dealing with any virus, and so. Um, what we've got going on up here out of North Dakota and the uh, North Dakota Ag Commissioner who uh, was my first taste tester for this very special purple powder. Uh, It's it's a very simple recipe. I'm teaching Marty Beard how to make it. Tastes like a little sweet tart.
0: Yeah. I put put mine in whole milk every morning just so you know and it's a nice little... Whole milkshake.
1: Well, I have some friends out in New York City who like to put it in their yogurt,
0: mm-hmm. so they
1: can see in their vanilla yogurt that they've eaten all the purple
0: powder. But um, uh, it's, Brad, Brad it's, puts his in his walleye batter. Right,
1: right. <laughs> and, and that sounds amazing.
2: <laughs> and I'm, I got I'm, one, got, got one in the basket. That's
1: a great idea. And, uh, well, I, you know. We, uh, Brad, you're going to love Marty beard when you finally get to meet him in person, but I'm gonna, I, I, I gave Brad my little mixing kit. It's like a little bartending kit, uh, of amino acids. So, you know, we're, we're creating these amino acid cocktails, right. Mm -hmm. And, and the primary stuff that we've got in there are the glutathione amino acid precursors, the Trinity of those three great amino acids, but we've been incorporating, You know, a little tartness into it with some lemon powder and then the spirulina, which is a blue-green cyanobacteria. Uh, You can get it at any natural food store. It's it's an incredible, helpful agent of detoxification for your liver and all of your cells could use a little spirulina. It's actually got some antiviral pigments in it. And uh, of course, I know you don't like the beetroot in there, but um, I had to put in some North Dakota beetroot I, I, powder. I did
0: no, no, no. I didn't say I didn't like the beetroot in there. I didn't say that.
1: Well, I thought you weren't so big on the beetroot, but no,
0: I've, I I said that I've I got the I take a Neo 40 every day, and I have for 18 years. It's just like I'm getting doubled the nitric oxide benefit.
1: Well, and I did blend up for you when I when I brought it down to your your place there. One was bacon. Of- Loop City, not with bacon, but I added Aronia Berry. Yeah. I added Aronia Berry from Iowa. And the Aronia Berry Spirulina amino acid mix that Brad and his dear wife, Carrie, are going to be mixing up in the kitchen with Grant there. That's going to go, that's going to be the purple maroon powder all over Okoboji area that everybody's gonna be protecting themselves against this uh, vampire virus. And, and I call it a vampire virus specifically because the way this ACE2 receptor works is it's this little docking station for the spike protein to go gum up all of your capillaries and then it just basically stops your blood from oxygenating all your tissues. So we've gotta, we've gotta get um, everybody you know, we've got a grassroots movement here, but it's but it's a it's a great scientific kitchen play uh, from out of North Dakota and now Nebraska and Iowa, where, where we're using ag products and mixing them in with some pharmaceutical grade amino acids, and it's it's saving lives. And Dr. Crum has a phase two research project going on with Dr. Laura Lyle out of Georgia, and they're going to prove that that original MucoMIST 3.0 is actually working splendidly against coronaviruses, and that, that research should be getting
0: published in the next year. So, Brad, I, I have to take you back to when you were in medical school and then went to the Air Force to assist in medical needs of in on the front lines, first line of defense for our warriors protecting our freedom. Uh, did you ever envision the day that the best way to improve the medical health of the people around you would be in your kitchen mixing up a purple powder that you would then be selling in one kilo bags it just sounds really wrong
2: <laughs> it really does <laughs> what are we picking up here <laughs> oh boy yeah and we came here that came down to Tulsa with us in northwest Iowa here in Okoboji to get this off the ground the Moplat uh Hyperbarics and You know, uh, in in Nebraska, uh, it's it's we're going to be off and running here, and uh, you know, one of my uh, friends that uh, went on down to uh, to Tulsa with us uh, exactly that he was talking about coming over and mixing with me in the kitchen. So uh, uh, and we both got a good laugh out of that. So
0: well, the other bit of irony is that uh, clearly, Okaboji is an Indian name. And it's kind of ironic, is it not, that we are somehow circling back to some of the basic health preventative issues that the, the Indians who roamed the area that obviously the lake was named after to begin with?
2: Well, I was hoping you'd go there, and you <laughs> did,
0: you know? Well, well I didn't get the script. I would have got there <laughs> sooner. <laughs> this place is incredible. It really...
2: Uh, it, it, there are some ley lines that run through here. This, this place draws folks from all over the upper Midwest or in, in the United States for a reason. Uh, there's an energy here. And I think the, the, the Indians, uh, long ago, they were, they were here for that same reason. Getting back to the basics. Uh, sometimes we tend to overcomplicate things in life and, uh, uh, boy, I think so much of what we're looking for is right, right in front of our eyes. And it's, it's some of these, the the things that we grow in the soil and uh, some of these basic amino acids that it it gets really right down to the God complex and, uh, and, and the, 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 the basic amino acid structure. So it's, it's, it's very hope filling. It's, it, 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 it feels God inspired because it is, uh, the, the, what we're getting to is, uh, God physics, Mm -hmm. but, uh, uh, we need to utilize it more and then, and, and help so many more people because really the benefits from these treatments blow my mind. Uh, you know, I've started with one of my gals that was 60 days in the hospital with COVID. And she made it through it. She wasn't intubated. And uh, we've got her in the soft chamber now. And uh, three treatments in, she has some nerve pain, diabetic peripheral neuropathy. And three or four treatments in, she's my pain is gone. And uh, we're trying to treat and improve that oxygenation, that shortness of breath, that long haul COVID symptoms that she's having look at the bonuses and and we're gonna gonna diffuse this pressurized air and oxygen into all parts of our body. And we're gonna start to be able to think better and uh, communicate better. And all of these uh, chronic morbidities and health problems, balance, pain uh, is healing, as we've seen with a, a pretty significant hip pressure uh this this is in a time of a lot of confusion and frustration and darkness uh there are a lot of great stories out there and a lot of hope and and light so uh hopefully uh, we'll be bringing that
0: so is there a risk then brad that if we do use the hyperbaric chamber that we'll think like fogarty
2: (laughs) Uh, you know i I don't want to give him too big of a head but uh you know, well, his it, wife it, has
0: had an issue with that earlier today. I already heard about it. And <laughs> she was threatening with some pretty dire consequences oh, if he didn't come no. back to reality.
2: Yes. You know, he he is just uh, when he gets downloading from that mainframe, it's watch out, boy. It's time to <laughs> learn. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, Ted, last minute and a half. You're going to come back online here and give us some profound wisdom to part with
1: got to run to work so i'm gonna let brad take over the last minute and a half
0: oh that's right you gotta it's about time you go read some x-rays and radiology get to work man all right bradley what's our take-home profound message for the day
2: well the the take-home message is we need to get out there and locally county by county talk about it talk about my story Talk about Ted's story. Uh, talk about what hasn't looked right because it's not been right. Know that there are solutions. We, we can prevent these things from happening. We can prevent uh, the COVID variants from coming on and grabbing us. Staying away from these horrible injections. You know, you, you do this amino acid proimmune immune and, and some hyperbaric th- therapy, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, vitamin D, some combination thereof. We should be out and about, unmasked, socializing and living life. And we can do that. And uh, it, the, the solution's there. We just need to get the message out. And, and all the good people in the upper Midwest and across this country, we, we absolutely got to be there for each other and lean on each other, lean into the battle.
0: Well, I like the fact that Dr. Fogarty has always talked about the veterinarian because, uh, Brad, you may not know this, but in my lifetime, 55 years, I've cared for 1 million animals. And about 1990, we decided that our veterinarians should focus on preventative health instead of treatment. And at this point, livestock agriculture is ahead of the medical profession in that regard. So
2: I believe it. <laughs>
0: yeah. That will do it. We have successfully journeyed down the road, connecting rural and urban America. Dr. Brad Meyer, can't wait to visit with you. I I don't know that I'm going to go out there and sit in that boat with you, but you know, you will come ashore at some point in time. Dr. Fogarty, always a pleasure on a red shirt Friday. We all three remind you that all roads do lead to a roll route.